0: Thursday coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Now, when you think of Alabama, when you hear the words Birmingham, you probably don't think hippie. <laughs> Yet, whenever I come here, usually it's once or twice a year to teach a class. There is a health food store slash cafe that I love to go to, and let me tell you, it is all hippie. The cafe is all vegan food there ain't a bite of meat in the place on the other side it is as hippie new age as you can get now you might think that's not Silwan's crowd but for a true hippie someone that really lives it I have great respect for them you might be alarmed right now what do you mean by that well see there's not really a lot of true hippies See, nowadays, because everything's liberal and conservative, you know, you think of that, you think of hippies, you think of liberals and loose living and type things. And I don't, to me, that's not the real hippie. Today, though, I got to see and sit by one and listen to him talk. And I want to share this with you. I think there might be something that all of us can learn from. So I go there like I like to do for lunch when I'm here in Birmingham. Got a tofu salad with some Greek dressing. It was awesome. And I sit down in the booth across from me. Is this guy? He's pri- I at one, I didn't know this when I saw him, but as I heard, overheard him talking to what was this young man who thought he was a hippie, but really he was just some young liberal. He was no hippie. He said he was 75. So here's a 75 year old man, skinny as a rail, long white beard. I mean, like foot long white beard long, stringy, white hair, way down below his shoulders. And he's sitting there. He don't pay much attention to me because I've been teaching a class and I was probably too respectful and conservative looking for him to start talking to. Although the way my wife and I live, homeschooling our kids, kind of following our old drummer, we're probably as hippie as it gets, really, if you think about what that really means. But anyway... This, this young man comes down. That guy's probably in his 20s. He's got like a mustache. He's got long hair. He's trying to look and act like he's a hippie. Really, he's just some liberal dude that likes to smoke dope. And the hippie starts talking to him. And at first, you know, the, the hippie guy, the old guy, is talking about the 60s and living off the land of Mother Earth. And you can see this young guy's eyes getting wide open. And then all of a sudden, the hippie starts talking about what that means to him, living off the land, being natural, not relying on the government. He brings up Jesus, how Jesus was the original hippie, living off the land, getting back to the earth, talking about what's important. Then he starts talking about how women today have been sexualized and how they've gotten away from their connection to mother earth as mothers. And you can see this young kid, just his eyes glazing over. Cause that ain't hippie to him. Hippie to him is like sex with whoever you want, smoke drugs, have fun, you know, government give me money. Let me just like chill out in a coffee shop and buy paperback books. And he sees a real hippie, like a dude that in the sixties was like living off the land. And that guy is talking about self-sufficiency family, focusing on the things that matters, a depth to his conversation. And at one point, as the old dude's talking, the young guy, you can tell he just doesn't get it. And as I hear that, I have more and more respect for the hippie. (laughs) He talked about homeschooling his kids, about respecting women as mothers, how important family was, how it was more important than work, about faith. He talked about Jesus, the original hippie, walking the earth in sandals, few possessions. I'm like, that is my kind of guy. Now, I'm sure there are many things that me and the white haired hippie would disagree upon, but there are many things that we could agree upon. No doubt his probably top three things he focuses on are probably my top three things. From listening to him talk, what's he focus on? Family. He focuses on his faith. He focuses on community, on people taking care of each other. We could agree with each other on all three of those things. Now, there might be some things where we diverge. I got a feeling that he, if he could, he'd be growing a big field of hemp in his backyard and smoking it as often as possible. Of course, from his point of view, it's an herb. It's from the earth. God gave it to us. I can understand that logic. If you can't, you're not being honest about your own logic. Now, I'm not saying I approve of it or I agree with it, but it's logical. It makes sense. You know, if you ever have a beer Whatever logic allows you to do that would be the same logic that would allow him to think that. So you might have more in common with him than you might think. But I digress. This isn't about herbs, (laughs) things from the earth. It's more about this hippie sitting in the vegan restaurant across from me, talking about in his 70s, traveling to visit Portugal with his dear wife whom he loves whom he has been with, I think he said, since 1969. So how long have they been married? 1969, that's like 51 years, maybe 52 years, with the same woman, couple of hippies, loving each other, loving the earth, loving the kids. Now why do I say all that, my friends? Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a book by its cover. In fact, don't judge, get to know people I think one of the antidotes to what ails us is rather than being quick to label someone and put them in some kind of camp, to understand there's a lot more that connects us as human beings than we want to admit. And, you know, we all have a mom, we all have a dad, we all are going to die. We all want to feel like the life that we led leading up to that death mattered, that it meant something. In my opinion, the simpler your life is, the closer to the earth that you get, the more you follow Jesus. You know, what's interesting too, listen to this hippie. I know a lot of sort of straight-laced, hard-working evangelical Christians who would look at that hippie in disgust, but I'm telling you straight up, that hippie probably lives closer to the lessons that the Christ of the New Testament taught than some, you know, upper middle class living in the suburbs, goes to some big Jesus over Six Flags church. By far, that hippie lives closer to Jesus. I mean, think about what his disciples were going around doing. No possessions, the clothes on their back and some sandals. Relying on people feeding them, relying on people paying them, getting dirty, suffering for their faith, living off the land. No doubt they probably had long hair. No doubt they probably had beards. No doubt. If you talked to them, if you met with them, if you spent time with them, I am positive that they would remind you more of that hippie than the dude I saw walking down the street as we sat there in his seersucker linen suit coming from the law office and a little cross on his lapel. Now, I'm sure he loves Jesus too, but that white-haired guy sitting across from me was probably a little bit closer to the way that Jewish carpenter would have us live. So my friends, besides wanting to tell you about the hippie I saw, (laughs) and I had the pleasure of listening to having a conversation with a fake hippie. And by the way, if if you think life is somebody paying your way so you can smoke dope and have a lot of free sex, you ain't no hippie. You do not get what those hippies were about. Trust me. But I digress. All of that reminded me that it's few people that really live a deep, spirit-filled, God-following life, but it is worth doing. It is being the ultimate radical, the ultimate punk in our society to do that. And you know how you do it? It's not hard. It's what I talk about every day on The Pilgrim's Odyssey. First of all, you aim high. And what does that mean? You aim to be the person God created you to be. You aim to live. You aim to live like that Jewish carpenter told us to live. By caring for each other. By only desiring what you need as you search out people to help and to love. And then you'll be able to spread your wings like an eagle, like an angel. Remember, friends, what's it say in the New Testament? It's that a human being that follows Christ, angels envy. Someone that does that is higher than the angels. So you got wings if you're doing that. And then when you do, you will be able to focus on the things that matter. And you surprisingly might find yourself just a little bit closer to that white-haired hippie than that yuppie driving around in their Tesla. So chew on that, my friends, as I make my way back from Birmingham, as the image of my new hippie friend rings in my head. And I will be with you again tomorrow on Friday as we look forward To another awesome weekend where you get a little bit of your hippie on, I'm pretty sure along with that you're going to find some peace. Can you give me a big peace? A big hippie peace sign? That's right. I'm Silouan. I'll see you soon. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.